guys. Welcome to episode five of Vino and Vodka Diaries. I'm Cynthia. And I'm Natalie. And for the first time in our podcast history, we're in the same room. And I still don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) (laughs) Me neither. I'm a little sweaty. (laughs) We have some special guests. uh, My husband, Fausto, is here and he's holding Natalie's cute little baby. Baby Aleska. She was born in February and she's down here visiting with us in Arizona. So we can see the family and visit friends. And how did she do on her flight? She did fantastic on the flight. She had shots, and so it made it so that she slept the entire time. She only fussed a little bit, so we were really happy about it. I wish that somebody had congratulated us after the flight, but nobody said anything. And I was like, what What gives here? Like, she did so good. And nobody said, like, great job. She did so amazing. Everybody oh, would just yeah. come. You do hear, like, those moms that say stuff to other moms, mm-hmm. either before a flight or during a flight or after a flight. I had nobody a, said anything. No, I had a mom say, you know, you're one tough mom. I wish you luck. But afterwards, when she did so great, nobody said anything. I was like, come on, people. You had a whole flight without a crying baby. But she did great. I try not to give people dirty looks when they have babies. But I can't say that I succeed. I don't know what my face looks like. You don't control. I'm probably giving them dirty looks. But I wouldn't give dirty looks at Alaska because she's adorable. She is pretty cute. Natalie and I are just catching up about different things. And I wanted to tell her the story about a friend's bachelorette party. It was kind of a surprise thing. So it was a bridal shower that morphed into the bachelorette. Went to downtown Chandler. And we started drinking wine at like noon. So then we had to keep you drinking. Know, people entertained until dinner time, like around 6.30 when we were going to go downtown. So that's a long time <laughs> to be drinking. Um, make some spritzers? Nope, just straight wine. One of the girls had a friend fly in, so she got in and she was like really quiet and really reserved, kind of like teachery. I don't mean that in a bad way, but she was like really conservative, covered up and really sweet. And then as the day went on, she just got really drunk and crazy. And so we got layers to the, yeah. start coming off. <laughs> yeah. We got to the restaurant and she had fallen out of her chair no. twice, legs up in the air. So the groom had to come pick her up and take her home. It's like eight o'clock. <laughs> she had just gotten here and she already had to go pass out somewhere. <laughs> So that was funny. After dinner, we go to a bar. My friend sees this lady holding a phone in her hand. Ben sees a phone on the floor. So my friend goes up and picks up the phone and asks the lady, is this your phone? And the lady takes a phone and says, maybe, while she's holding another phone and puts it in her purse. So my friend sees her with two phones and her claim to the phone that my friend offered her was maybe. Hmm. So my friend was really not cool about it. She was like, this is wrong. Like that lady just took somebody's phone. That's, you know, at least if I had the phone, I would at least make sure it gets back to the right person. Like 15 minutes later, it's still bothering her. I'm like, I'm just gonna go get the phone. (laughs) So I walk up to the lady and I said, I think you have my phone. She goes, are you sure? said, I I think you have my phone. So she hands me the phone. And I go back to my friend who felt the injustice about it. I'm like, I got the phone. We'll take care of it tomorrow. You know, we'll charge it and we'll find out who it belongs to. That night, we get home. We charge the phone. We turn it on. And it belongs to the lady that I took it from. (laughs) So she had... She handed me her own phone. And she didn't know it was her own phone? I don't know why she had multiple phones and why she gave me her own phone. So what did you do? Still right here. (laughs) (laughs) I 
I was like, I had the intention of taking it back to the bar, but I've, I'm busy. I got stuff to do. And if you're that stupid to hand somebody your own phone, well, I guess I can't help you. Well, and she hasn't found it yet. Like, well, turn we, my, turn my turn iPhone on. We turn it off so you can't oh, track it. Okay. It looks like a cheaper droid. You know, it's still like a thousand dollar phone. <laughs> She probably has insurance, it's fine. <laughs> but like we turn it on and it's just so many pictures of, of that girl. <laughs> so me and my friend were dying laughing <laughs> on who hands somebody their own their own phone. It was That's too funny. Much. So it was a good time. The other thing that I did was I got my eyebrows microbladed. Oh, tell me about that. I've it, been very interested it in it. It is the coolest thing. I follow this girl on Instagram, Browse by Kelly, and I have no eyebrows. I'll post pictures on our Instagram page so you can see. Yeah, your native skin, you just don't have hair. I have no hair. I'm hairless. I have very fine eyebrows, but you just can't see them. I have to draw my eyebrows every day, and sometimes they're even, sometimes they're not. <laughs> just depends on how one's much. always the good one, and one's always the step, the step eyebrow. Yeah. So I was really excited about this idea. You know, I didn't want to do a tattoo because it looks so... Blunt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But microblading looks like needles in a row on a slant. It's like a tattoo where they scrape your skin, then put dye into the little scrapes. Oh, that's how they do it. Yeah. Okay. So it only hurt for like 30 seconds on each one where she pokes the skin on your eyebrows so that she can put the numbing cream so that it goes in deeper. And then after that, you don't feel anything. But you do hear the scraping of your skin. You feel pressure, but you don't feel any pain. So right Right away, like I sat up and it just looked perfect. I loved it. So it takes several weeks. They get a little lighter, but the lines look hair-like, mm -hmm. so it's not blunt like a tattoo. And then I go back in a few weeks to do a touch-up, and then at that point, I think it'll be exactly where I want it. And it looks really awesome. So I'll be sure to post before and afters and like what makeup looks like versus what microblading looks like. But the girl is really, really good. She's done like over 200 people. She has her own little shop in South Scottsdale. Check her out on Instagram if you're interested. Yeah, they look great. I would like to do awesome. it after breastfeeding, not now. We're having a party for the baby on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So everyone can meet her. It's been a little rough trying to like make appointments and stuff to see people. So we figured a sip and see so everyone could come to see her for a couple hours would work out best. I have another Instagram thing. We could video or take pictures of whether or not our balloon garland is going to be oh, yes. a Pinterest fail or a Pinterest <laughs> success. I found this really pretty balloon garland that kind of goes up the wall and it's pretty large and we're going to attempt to make it. So what we hope it looks like and what it actually will look like. We shall see. So now the challenge is on. We're going to use industrial air compressor. So we may, we may or may not hurt ourselves in the process, but I think it'll turn out nice. If not, um, then we'll just have lots of balloons. Yeah. So that's uh, kind of our plan for Instagram and our beauty segment, but Natalie's going to fill us in on having a baby. <laughs> Alaska was born February 13th, and I labored for quite a while, but she was born at 2 a.m., and the delivery went great. There wasn't any complications. And, and you she used was, midwives. Yes. Um, in Washington, midwives are pretty common. The hospitals have usually a midwives clinic. Different, I think, than Arizona. There's not as many midwives. I think it's becoming more popular, but it's not, like, huge. Um, in Washington, they, they do a really great job of having that alternative care. 
but I gave birth at a hospital. They had a student midwife, the midwife we were seeing there. They were really amazing. One of them reminded me actually of my sister, Michelle. Very just sweet natured and really encouraging, especially when I just told them that I didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> they, they were really great and I couldn't have done it without them or my husband. He did fantastic, keeping me motivated and calm, especially when it got really tough. So she came out and then we went home and it was weird <laughs> because you don't know what to do <laughs> with this baby. <laughs> I, I thought she was hungry all the time and I was constantly changing her diaper and she was sleeping for you know quite a bit and so it was just a constant like two hour cycle of doing the same thing over and over. Luckily we had tons of help. My mom and my sister stayed with us for a while and then we had some more guests to help. They flew up there to see us and my husband took off four weeks so he got to spend time with us before going back to work. That's so nice. So one of our other friends had a baby and she said at the hospital they gave birth that 15 babies a day oh my gosh they ring a bell when a baby's born and that Aww. bell was just like going off every <laughs> half an hour i guess or every hour and a half 15 wow. babies a day that's a lot that's so crazy <laughs> our generation's having all the babies yeah they did a cute little song when we left like a little lullaby as we were walking oh, out which was really cute. sweet um but there wasn't a bell but i'm sure all the women on the floor wanted to kill me because i was that lady who was like screaming <laughs> while I was giving birth. Was it like the crazy scream that we do? Like, ah! <laughs> they just screamed and my child's trying to sleep. She's trying to sleep. Uh, no, it was more like uncomfortable moaning sounds oh. <laughs> that I'm sure women on the floor, because they were all full, were like, can you please just stick some drugs in her <laughs> already? My birth turned out the way that I expected, which is really nice. I know that's not, you know, happening for yeah, a lot of women. And I have a healthy little girl, and she's got chubby little cheeks now, and she's on the really high end of the World Health Organization scale. Her head is in the 94th percentile <laughs> of the millions of babies. She has a giant head. I don't think your head's that big. Well, luckily she's proportionate. She's yeah. almost two, two feet long, and she's two months old. But she's got a body to go with it. It's not a little bobblehead. No. And Adorable. It's been adjusting to being a mom. It's still weird thinking that I'm a mother. We're right behind you. Um, what does that mean? Well, you know. <laughs> it means... One day. One day. A, one day. One day soon. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're not working on it. <laughs> we're thinking about working on it. So my little brother, David, got engaged Easter weekend, which was really awesome. He has a son and a stepson with his now fiance Sherry. It was really sweet. They put little t-shirts on that say, Mommy, will you marry Daddy? And, and she was surprised and the ring is beautiful. So another wedding. I'm so Yay. excited. I'm so excited. But I don't know, they don't know what they want to do, when they want to do it, but we will be patient and see. And they already have ring bearers. Built in ring bearers. Mm -hmm. is getting practice. Right now, Yuppie. holding the baby. All right, guys. Well, that's it for our fifth episode. We will uh, record hopefully more often. Now, now, that, now that we got like a groove going with the baby. Yes. I'll be more <laughs> apt to doing it. Yes. So thanks for listening to episode five. Check us out on Instagram. Until next time, I'm Cynthia. And I'm Natalie. And this is Vino, Vino and, and Vodka, Vodka Diaries. Diaries.